Tony Soto Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto, and this is the second to the last show of 2022. Are we ready to put this year to rest, folks? Like, this year seemed different because obviously we were all going around our days like COVID was over. So everything was reopening, no matter how many times people got sick or reinfected with the COVID. As far as I know, I'm blissfully uninfected, you know, because I'm rich. Um, but yeah, it just seems like it was like a limbo year for no reason. <laughs> um you know, it was kind of a struggle, like 2021 into 2022 uh, has been a bit has been a bit of a struggle. Like the whole world was just like acting like everything was getting back to normal. Um, being a freelance drag queen was not the easiest gig at the moment or at that moment. Um, however, I do want to give a shout out to uh all the fucking work I've been doing lately. She's been booked. She's been booked and she's been blessed. You know, with the weekly show, of course, uh, Battle Babies that happens at Stash every Wednesday. Um, our uh, our finals are going to be on December 14th. So uh, if you're listening to this, uh, it is today. If you are in the Los Angeles area, come to Stash for the finals of Battle Babies. We have six fabulous drag baby performers who have worked very, very hard to get to where they're going. They're going to get a makeup package from About Face uh, Cosmetics or About Face Beauty. Uh, they're going to get a crown and uh, some booze from good old Serve Vodka, which is our sponsor, and of course, a $2,000 cash prize. And our guest judge is going to be Manila Luzon. So if you are in the area on the 14th of January, or on the 14th of December, which if you're listening to it is tonight, um, if you're listening to it on Wednesday, uh, come on out. Show is at 10 p.m. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very, very excited for it. Um, there's so much good talent out there. You know what I mean? And what I love about doing baby shows and shows that uh, that help uh, uh, provide a platform for younger drag performers is that you can see who's going to make it. You know what I mean? Like, I am a watcher of people. I have been a watcher of people for many, many years. I feel like because I'm so goddamn charming, people uh, also open up to me really quickly and, you know, they get comfortable with me around. And so sometimes, not that they forget that I'm in the room, but I don't think that drag performers always know that there's someone watching. There's always someone watching. And what's interesting is through this competition, when I see some of these baby performers react to either winning or losing or how they interact with the audience or, you know, even how their friends uh, uh, uh behave in the bar when they're supporting them and hopefully the other queens, you just know who's got the stamina to make drag work because drag is hard. Drag is fucking hard. 
So, but I'd like to give a shout out to maybe a girl and hybrid for having me at their wigs and waffles brunch, which I did a lot a week ago on Sunday, the week of my birthday. That's right. I had my birthday and uh, that's why there was no show last week. So I was like, I don't, I don't, my birthday present is now. Um, so I had my, my my birthday and then I had that brunch on the 4th. And honestly, it was delightful. It was delightful. I had a good time. You know, I'm not really a, twir- I'm not a twirler, you know, I'm an MC. So it's just nice that there are girls that will throw an old bitch a bone. Let me come and trip through one of my under four minute songs that anyone can find on iTunes. Because, you know, as a new West Hollywood queen, I I feel like I have to play the politics right now and just be there, you know, be there, be seen. Mm. That said, let's talk about like this joy that I'm smoking right now. Korova, no idea. Um, I did a weed brunch at the Artistry Dispensary in West Hollywood. Shout out to Flabbergast for uh, for hooking me up with that gig. It's another brunch gig, but this gig is my kind of gig because it is indoors. Uh, it's above a dispensary. You can order food or you can order marijuana, both, and you can smoke weed uh, in the in the place. And honestly, that is just li- the, literally the future the, the liberals want, is we want to be able to smoke. Our- yes, keep the cigarettes outside. Or, you know, they, they have like smoking clubs and shit for cigar and cigarette smokers still. I know there's one on fucking Hollywood not far from my house. I've seen it. We need more places like that for the marijuana. Because, you know, it is time. It is time to take us out of the alleyways, bitches. It is time to fucking stop making us step outside to smoke some marijuanas. It's just, it's time. It's time to start, you know, and and all you fucking health nuts talking about your lungs and whatnot and secondhand smoke. Don't go. Don't go. Not for you. That place is not for you if you are so worried about that. Here's the thing. I'm not worried about that. I want to breathe all the smoke. And what was fabulous about doing it in drag? Instant fog machine. Instant. I look great. It was like I was walking around in a fucking perma filter. I look great in weed smoke. You know what I mean? I look real good in the weed smoke. So yeah, shout out to Flabbergast. That was a really, really fun, really, really fun moment. And um. I would do that one again. You know, I would do that one again. That one, that one was like right up my alley. I mean, any place that gives you free weed for coming in and just tripping through something. Ooh, girl, call me. But yes, I am wrapping up my drag responsibilities for this year because uh, I have decided that I'm going to go to Nashville. I'm taking a road trip. With my friend from New York who does not have a driver's license. That's right. Can you believe that there are grown adults, grown adults in this world that use their geographic locations as an excuse not to have a driver's license? Now, I get it. 
I am a product of the 90s in the Midwest. Turning 16 was a big thing for us because we wanted to drive. We needed to get away from our existences. I had never been so shocked in my life to find that that's not passed on to every state. Like when I met, like even people in Chicago, which I'm like, y'all, listen, you go 20 minutes outside and it's the fucking stick. So get over yourself, Chicago, learn how to drive. If you're in Chicago and you can't drive and you use the fact that oh, I take public transit, you know what? You are a burden. You are a burden. You are a burden. If you do not know how to drive as an adult, because you want to know why you can't go on road trips. And here's the thing. I know what you're saying. I am going with my friend who cannot drive, cannot drive. And you're like, well, Tony, why are you bitching? I like to drive. And my thing is, is if I, th I think if I do it like a day job, like if I do like nine or 10 hours of driving during the sunlight, and then I relax at night and back up again, I think I can do it. It's easy. But what I'm saying is, we're looking over the people who can't drive. You know what I mean? This person is not being looked over because this person is paying for all the driving. Like he's going to rent the car and yada, yada, yada. So like, of course, if you're going to foot the bill, I'll be your chauffeur, bitch. I'm happy to do it. I'm ready to get out of LA. Like, whoa. But if I had a slew of friends who were like, hey, let's take a roadie. Uh, uh, we're going to go, and it's going to be a moment and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to look over my friend who can't drive. I'm going to look over him. I'm going to be like, oh, no, no, he can't go because he's, he's not invited because he can't drive. Like, for me, this is kitschy and fun. I know that I am just like downplaying the fact that it's a 29-hour drive. I know that should bother me. I know that should seem a lot longer than it is. But I, in my head, I'm like, oh, no, I can do it. I can do it. Oh, it's a breeze. You know, give me a little marijuana, put on an audio book. Hmm. So it'll be nice. It'll be nice to go uh, to Nashville. I've contacted friend of the show, Sarah Taylor, uh, Sarah Andrews and Taylor Andrews, uh, uh, because they have recently moved back to Nashville. So I hope to run into them and see them. Plus, you know, look, I have managed to skirt COVID here on the West Coast for years now. Might as well go and see if I can uh, hedge my bets in the land on where it is plentiful. Not that it is not plentiful here. Y'all go get your shots. Why is it people, why aren't y'all getting your shots? What is this? What Like I was, I was reading something and they're like 40% of the people in the world got their, uh, their flu vaccine shot. Are y'all that fucking lame? You know, and then you're going to get sick. And then you're going to get sick. And you're going to be like, oh, I'm sick. You're going to go take up space in emergency rooms when really all you need is some Mucinex. Well, you can't get at the ride anymore. I mean, the thing is, all the medicines are gone. Why aren't you taking the precautions uh, in the first place? All the medicines are gone. I went there because I had a little cold. Not COVID. But I had a little cold. And um, I went there to get a little Muci, a little Mucinex, you know, fucking dream. Dream medicine, whatever it is. I love it. Takes care of the business. And I had to almost wrestle a lady. I had to almost wrestle a lady. If it wasn't for the fact that that Musi was a little more expensive than what her budget could handle, there would have been an incident. I would have dealt. I would have been like, uh-uh, queen. No, you better find that. Uh -uh, get the Equate version. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I get the name brand when it comes to Musi, bitch. She's got shows. 
What a job it's been. You know what? I have been, I'm going to knock wood. I've been very fortunate. I feel very good that like, but I think about this constantly. I'm like, I cannot afford to get the cove because I'm just currently at a point now where the amount of work I'm doing, if I'm frugal, covers my basis. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, throw a fucking 10 to 12 day wrench in there when you have to just sit around and not collect money. That seems foolish. I don't know what I was talking about. COVID. Yeah. So just be careful out there. Y'all, I'm masking back up. Are you masking back up? Go to the TonySotoShow.com and let me know. Hit the ask button and let me know if you are masking back up. Because here's the thing. I got into the, and, and look, you do what you want. I have, I am done arguing with stupid. You know what? I'm so done with the, I'm done with the dumbs. I'm not trying to argue with them anymore. Keep your ugly faces uncovered all you want. Breathe in all the everyone else's spittle and fecal and whatever, what have you. Do you. But I'm masking up. And so I got into a lift recently and, or an Uber, sorry. And I, um, I had my mask on and it kind of freaked the driver out. He was like looking all over the place panicked because his mask was you know shoved underneath his seat or something and i was like look bro i'm doing this for me i don't you know what if you could just crack your window and i'll crack my window and i will be having my mask on we're good i don't want you to make it an issue because i didn't make it an issue and now i get it you probably deal with a, a bunch of personalities on a regular basis but i think that at this point Uber and Lyft said that you don't have to have masks in the car. I don't care what the drivers do, but I'm being masked now. I think I just talked about this not that long ago. I was like, oh, I only have been masked in the grocery stores. Uh-uh, no, girl, when she's out now. I went to get some I went to get some coffee at the donut shop. I'm there for maybe five minutes, maybe. You know, small place, five minutes, you could get the COVID. So masked, you know what I mean? I don't even taste the coffee. Well, I'm like, I just assume I'm putting in enough sugar and enough milk. My God, what a fascinating show this has been so far. Uh, let's take a quick break. I'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. All right, I am back with the show. Um, I want to talk about Today, I want to talk about just a couple of things, because there's a few things that are going on that I'm like, should we be worried about this? So, you know, on the TikTok, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I'm on the TikTok at the Tony Soto Show. Please give a gal a follow. Um, on the TikTok, I'm getting a lot. I'm learning so much on the TikTok. And here's the thing. The U.S. government wants to shut down TikTok because we're learning a bunch of shit. You know what I mean? We're learning a bunch of shit that they're like, hey, we don't really want you to, we want you to be on Zuckerberg's teat. We want you to fucking be on Muskie's teat. That's where we want you to be getting your social media, this outside source where we can't monitor shit or we're not in charge of the algorithm is, is not pleasing to us, says the government. Well, fuck you, government. And here's the thing. Uh, I was at a Hollywood party recently, right? Are we worried about Britney? Let's just start it. Are we worried about Britney again? Now, listen, 
Brittany has a December 2nd birthday. I am December 3rd. So ever since Brittany became Brittany, I have lived in the shadows of her birthday being uh, the day before mine. So now typically, you know, I, there's a lot of gays on my feed. So on her birthday, it's usually a big day. People are like, Brittany, 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 Brittany. And then I watched that video with the voiceover actress, with the husband and the voiceover actress, like the one who sounded like a Michael Jackson impersonator. Thank you, human. What's going on here, y'all? What's going on here with Britney? I thought we saved her. I thought that we, I thought that, I thought that me being saved means that, that she would be out and about at the Starbies doing, doing shit. I, uh, met Tess from uh, who the, the 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 young lady who um for, was from the podcast that saved Britney the first time, and I was like, "Girl, are we worried?" And she's like, "Well, we're not not worried. Are we worried? Like, this is the thing. Like, and I don't know. I don't know how y'all feel about that husband. And I am not de- I'm not. I'm not like immersed enough into it." to like really know, but here's the thing. Wasn't that husband there when the dad was there? Like, didn't that husband have to pass a test or two by the daddy in order to be there? I don't know. And yes, I'm sure she looks, look, I don't know. I don't, I don't, do we trust the husband? I have questions. I have questions and I do not think that this is getting the news that it should be getting. Why? Because I think people are over Britney. And I'm not talking about the Britney people are over Britney. I think like the world is done like focusing on on the Britney thing. Like at this point, I feel like they are, well, she's saved. But she ain't been on the social medias, right? And when she has been on the social medias, it's been her voice. And that's not her voice. I don't think that's her voice. I don't know. How is this? And... It's not as big on the TikTok as I think it should be. Are we tired? Are we satisfied? Do we think she's free? I don't know. I don't know. Strangely absent. What does one do in that situation? Like as a fan base, as an audience that went above and beyond. Now look. Laws were changed because of Britney. You know what I mean? Like that was done by a fan base. But is she free? So weird. What a time. What a time we live in. You know, we live in such a weird time that a story that should be huge news, and I understand we're using family privacy as our excuse, but Fuck Ted Cruz and his privacy because he wants to be up in everyone's uterus and whatnot. Did you hear this story, folks? Did you hear this story about his uh, 14-year-old daughter, uh, Carolyn Cruz, who um, allegedly was treated because of self-inflicted wounds? Let that sink in. Because now this is a 14-year-old young lady who has been, who has spoken out and said that she does not agree with the majority of the things that her father does or believes. 
Then she says on her social media, now this is, I mean, like, look, I'm only going on like articles I've read. I don't follow the girl. I don't know the girl's life. I don't follow fucking Ted Cruz. Fuck the Cruz family. But what I'm saying is at some point, this young lady came out as bisexual on the internet, on the TikToks. And once she came out as the bisexual, they privatized her, her, her TikTok. And then ambulance was called to their home. Now, why is this not a bigger story? This was around Thanksgiving. So like, I think like this is, this is like, I'm, I'm giving you some dated information. I'm sure that you're sitting there being like, old news, Tony, old news. Thing is, is yes, I guess it is old news, but I had been following it since I heard about it. And we can cop out to the privacy of Ted Cruz and his family. But as I mentioned, that person, Ted Cruz, is all up in everybody's uteruses, all up in everybody's legal documentations. Like, he's all up in everybody's business. So what I want to know, Ted Cruz, is why your young 14-year-old bisexual daughter allegedly tried to take her life, maybe. And how is it that you can't even go along the way of like a Dick Cheney, who at least changed his mind somewhat on homosexuals because of his daughter? What a fucking pig you are, Ted Cruz. I don't know. I don't know. Like you are such a smarmy. You know, everything about him is smarmy. Ever since he fucking just went on his back and bared his belly when Trump told him that his wife was ugly. Because you know what? He believes it too. Because if he didn't believe his wife wasn't ugly, he would have had some words. But no, you look at ambition more than your fucking family. Fuck you. Of course your young uh, bisexual fucking daughter tried to allegedly maybe hurt herself because you're not paying attention to them. You are like that Kate from Kate plus eight. Oh my God. Are you on that T? Oh, this is what I'm saying. Your fucking kids are humans. This is why the right needs to stop fucking worrying about fetuses so fucking much and actually worry about what the fetus becomes after the fetus is expelled. Maybe then, kids fucking watch, man. Kids are observing. They are taking in constantly what is happening around them. Can you imagine the hell that those eight fucking babies were put through because they were reality TV stars before they were fucking kids. Can you imagine that every single encounter that you had with your fucking mom was scheduled and booked and produced? Could you imagine that you have to live now as an 18-year-old person to know that a fucking story producer went up to Kate's ear and was like, maybe go hug that one. And the same thing happens with Ted Cruz. 
The same thing happens with Ted fucking Cruz. He is so focused on meddling in other people's existences that he's not even paying attention from the, of the fire that is happening inside his house. And the same thing goes with the Britney situation. We were so invested. But it might be getting a little weird. And I and here's the thing. I think that we should be on guard for weird immediately. Now, I'm not talking about weird like getting naked on the Instagram. First of all, anyone who judges her for getting naked on the Instagram or showing whatever on the Instagram, fuck y'all. I'd like to see your DMs, you sluts. You know, like, so so so, so, so show some skin. Who cares? That That doesn't seem, that does not seem wacko to me. I have seen some of you all fucking on your bullshit Facebook, Instagram rants about nonsense that your five followers fucking see. You're just jealous that, you know, more people see her ridiculousness than they see yours. And that's fine. But I don't know. I think we should have been more on guard for more weird stuff. I think that we should have been following what that husband. I don't know. I don't know why I feel like, I don't know. It's a weird situation. So yeah, I mean, like, look, I am asking for justice for fucking Britney. I want fucking uh, Carolyn Cruz to fucking come around. You're like, like, girl, your family now, you join the family, queen. Reach out, reach out to the community because the thing is, is they're going to have your fucking backs and it just sucks that your dad is one of the biggest cucks politically, socially, sucks thought my dad sucked oh no no I'm a little more okay with my daddy as a result i'm glad it's not a ted cruz and shout out to those eight kids who were made for the purpose of television and have to fucking deal with the fact that their shit narcissistic sociopathic mother raised them for a paycheck and that is it That haircut during that series is not the haircut of a maternal woman. That haircut is a, I gotta go. That is, a, oh no, I can't fuss. Gotta get out. Gotta leave. Uh-uh. Don't trust a woman with a short, easy to fucking get out of the house haircut that she's sticking around. Mm-mm. No, Kate didn't get soft till the kids got older. She didn't start growing her hair out. And that was to get a man. Weird. Ugh. I remember that show. Honestly, it was disgusting. Reality television in those days, like we, they were like, although I did just see uh, some um, advertisement for a new show about like, what's the best parenting? None of you know. None of you know. Your kids are shooting up schools. You don't fucking know. You don't know. So shut up. And I don't need an ABC exec telling me what good parenting is. You know what good parenting is? Look at what you're doing now and stop it. Do something else. I think about 
all the information that was withheld from me from my parents, and I'm talking like just to function as an adult. The only thing that I remember as a youth being taught from my parents was that they had a Christmas club, so they get Christmas presents every year. And and from and my uh, my only my only notions on that is they just put money in it. I don't know if it grew. I don't know if it. I don't know. There, it's just I was I was not prepared to be a human being by the hands of my fucking parents. And I'm sure they had the best intentions in the beginning at one point. Not that Kate girl. No, that Kate had those eight babies because she wanted to be in Hollywood. What a fucking way to get into Hollywood. Let me wreck my entire body. Let me fucking incubate eight fucking starving parasites. And let me not care about them. Where is that fucking octagon lady or octomom lady? Where's she? What's she doing? You know what? I don't want to know. I hope she is quietly taking care of her fucking shit ton of babies. That's what I hope is happening. I hope that they never resurface. I hope those fucking poor, those babies slip into anonymity. Did they have a show? I don't remember. All right, y'all. Well, we've come to the end of the show. <laughs> oh, I had, I had a little fucking rant that I did not. I hope that that fucking sounds good. You know what I mean? I hope that was a good show. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see in post. Um, y'all, this is the second to the last show. And if you like the Tony Soto show, please go and find my iTunes page and subscribe to the show, rate the show, leave a comment about the show, go to the website, the Tony show.com and hit the ask button and uh, talk to me. If you want, send me a message. Uh, I did get the one about, uh, my other podcast. Don't think I didn't get that. I just don't know how to respond to most of them, but, but you are right because I was right. I hope that you're listening and you know what we're talking about. Um, y'all, if you are in LA and you are listening to this on December 14th, come to the finals of Battle Babies at Stash West Hollywood show at 10 p.m. And if you can't make that, then my last drag engagement of 2022 is going to be at 33 Taps in Silver Lake. Join me for 33 chats with myself and Pickle. We're doing a live talk show variety hour. We have a fat, we have a fabulous musicians. We have a drag. We have, um, you know what? Let me just give you the names of everyone that we have. We have John Conlon. Uh, he's a fabulous musician. He's going to be doing a little set. We have Katrina Davis of hilarious comic so come out and uh, support them and uh, one of my favorite drag queens in the world amber crane and of course i'm co-hosting it with pickle who is amazing as well so come out for that the show is at 9 p.m so uh yeah i'm the tony soto show on instagram and uh, tiktok i'll be back again next week bye